Well, howdy. This is Zardoff from the Lost Omen Podcast presents The Slytherin. The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. For more podcasts like this, visit professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Welcome back. This is episode 118 Ooh. of the Lost Omens podcast. Dan, get your dice out. I'm You're working on it. You're supposed to be ready it. for this. I'm doing it right in this moment. Dan, this hurry up. This episode can vote. <laughs> Plus 100. I was going to say. Whatever. It's a while fine. ago. Yeah. I still got the joke. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Hero point for Zeresk. Hell yeah. Whoa. Suck it, Dan. False. <laughs> What's the hero point? Don't give yourself that hero point. I'm going to put was seven Clearly joking. What is it? What is it? What's the hero point you got? The hero point is... I, let's give one of Brennan's. Here you go. The hero point uh-huh, is... I keep mine in my dice box. Drained. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, you know. Thank you so much for joining us once again. Thank you especially to our patrons who went over to patreon.com slash Slash professional casual, not splash. Um, and they joined us. They're throwing stuff. They are literally throwing. I stuff. hit nothing. That's for you hit the wall. The screen. Tim yeah. just hit the wall. It's the soundproof screen. I, I sent it to my room. Yep. I hope <laughs> it didn't Now think about what it. you've done. Hero it's banished. It's in the shadow room. That's right. Thanks, Pony. Uh, thank you so much to our top tier patrons, our kingding doppeldongers, and professional cake sitters who will, by the end of the year, to choose a tattoo for me, Tim, and Chuck. Yeah. Are, is this going to be a matching tattoo? Yeah, it's the same tattoo for all three of us. Yeah. yeah. yeah I don't know that I agreed to that. Oh, you absolutely <laughs> did. Because you, you thought the patrons would be kind to you and mean to me and Chuck. Yeah. And now everyone's just banking on them being mean to me. So, <laughs> honestly, your, your odds have improved. Anything that they could request that's mean to you, I'm okay with getting tattooed. Oh, I right. heard it here first. Because <laughs> I have a pretty good uh, idea. Tim just like guzzling a mayonnaise jar. Like, and they never oh, said how big oh. it had to be. I could just get a little tiny guy between my big toe and my second toe. That sounds God, like a terrible place to get so a tattoo. so bad. Oh my what are you gosh. thinking? I'm usually oh, not. I don't. Oh, her. I don't want Tim guzzling mayonnaise like... You know, You'd be lucky forearm. if it was mayonnaise, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> But thank you to those top tier people, such as, ready, I'm going to get them all. Hey. With no help at all. Definitely not a list you're reading from. Nope, not at all. Rob, Bastion, Dagna, Cider Drinker, Tony Hot Hands, Otis, Leroy, Dr. D, Devil Pup, Iron Maze, Wizard Skills, Bicon, and Cider Drinker. Dang. Was that 15? Maybe. I, I, got, I got 13. Out. Okay. Honestly, I, I just started copying people's names from the Discord. I was yeah. like, yeah, I like that name. What's the number of patrons that they can, that 
that can be allowed to exist before you stop saying all of the names? That's a great question. Ooh, so oh, those two categories are capped. So it shouldn't reach above 19. Yeah. And that'll be when. What an odd number. That'll be when we shut the podcast down and start a new one in a yeah. different city. We're like, this has <laughs> been too successful. We've reached capacity. Yep. People were talking about Fight Club too much. You can't do it. They were like phoning us about Fight Club when they called us Starting at 603 803 And they were like, ring, ring. What's up, Tim? Banana phone. They Fight do Club. say that a lot, actually. Yeah. Check out my feet. In between their feet pics. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. If I have to get a stupid tattoo to be mad at Tim, I'm going to put it on my foot and then I'm just going to send you pictures of it all. <laughs> and you'll be able to get those pictures at the professional cake suitor tier and above. <laughs> Join us. You need to start. Uh, so we need to have a mailing list. Every time you get a feet pic sent to you, you just blast it to all the emails that we have. So I do have MailChimp, so we could start <laughs> literally just that. Do just we, to be like, oh, if I got to see these feet pics, so does everybody else. We really want to, like, punish the people who've done no wrong. I think they could sign up for it. They could. There's an unsubscribe button that probably won't work. <laughs> All right. Or just puts you on. You have to put your email into the unsubscribe thing. So it just gives your email to other things. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should in. juxtapose it, right? With, like, feet pics and then, like, a picture of Georgia. And then more feet pics, you know? Yeah, I think like a two to one, like two Georgia, one JB, like MySpace glitter gif, and then a feet pic. <laughs> I love that. It's so funny because I can totally picture JB as such, and he's mm-hmm. going to be 40 tomorrow. Speaking of, happy birthday to Dagna. Happy oh, yeah. birthday! Dagna? Mm-hmm. I forgot to say that in the Discord yet. I want to do it right do now. It right now. Terrible happy, friend. happy birthday from all of us to you. you we wish it was our birthday. So they'd sing to us too. Supreme now. Scientist. Do we like Dagna? Is he is he one of the revered uh, members? He is. He's the OG okay. super fan. Yeah. All right. The OG. He's, he's not on the dark list. Correct. No. Not yet. Okay, cool. Nope. And, uh, you know, if his business plans work out all according to plan, we get to have like sandwiches named after our characters. So. Yo, that'd be I'm dope. Sorry, right? what? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like mine's, mine's a French. Oh, yeah, it's a French dip, actually, yeah. just with no meat and, uh, <laughs> and just no broth. Yeah, it's r- no, there's bread because you got to get the wet bread to cast dark. It just, comes <laughs> a, just comes in a wooden bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it's not broth so much as rain from outside. Can I get a mammoth or maybe a dumpling? Those have been discontinued. <laughs> so <laughs> we have been streaming Blood Bowl 3, and I made a team with as many halflings as you possibly could have. They're called Dumplings Dumpers, and they are there to bring um, uh, whatever you call it. Attention to Dumpling Gate again, mm-hmm. just because it needs more attention. Uh, the first three games I tried to play with it crashed. Oh, three! <laughs> I saw the first time it crashed. Yeah, it crashed two more times. <laughs> Dan joined chat, and then all of a sudden, you know, Dumpling Gate, Dumpling you know? Dumpers, just wow, took a big old dump. I didn't wow. even do it. There was Dan. a scaven. Oh, we did start submitting bug reports because when it crashed, it comes up with a thing um, about how oh, Dumpling no. Gate was a thing and that <laughs> the, the host of Papa killed Dumpling and we know <laughs> that the company's in cahoots with you. And That's awesome. Yeah. How great would it be if the people making this game, since very well could be in a Warhammer, would get the reference and actually <laughs> right? know that would there's, always, there's always that a silver lining, right? Dumpling, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Can they like respond to your your bug report? <laughs> I don't know. And they're like, oh, yeah, they did Dumpling Dirty. I sent three of them now, so we'll see. Maybe. I bet <laughs> it, game it keeps could be crashing. like a follow-up. You know, like yeah. I've gotten those from companies where it's like, hey, just a follow-up for your service. How was it? And they'd be like, Dumpling what? 
I assume when that game crashes, most people just hit cancel and try to reload it. So yeah. they yeah. could be the only bugger. Of course, I don't got time right. to help right. you with your algorithm. Mm-hmm. No, don't come at me like that. Uh, don't forget, we have the P.O. Box where you can send us things. P.O. Box G, West Oneana, New York, 13861. And I have a gift to open. <gasps> Is it a named sandwich? No, Ooh, not I yet. hope not. Gosh, if so, it's been here. I will ask every time until that happens. <laughs> right. Well, when it does happen, we'll have to go out there to visit his restaurant or, or food truck or whatever it is and each get our own sandwich. Yeah. I definitely don't remember what mine was. I'm getting, think, was that today they were talking about it? Do you think the Mina sandwich would have imitation crab on it? No, it would be a shish kebab. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. that's valid. Yep. That's probably pretty. If we're, if not we're doing... a fish insight, which is funny because I as a person like fish, but mm-hmm. Mina canonically does not. Was that in Cider Drinker's food truck, food wagon? Maybe. Oh, I missed it completely. Yeah. Was that today? I know it was a couple days ago. Oh, I'm never going to find it Can we then. talk about this gift that I got? Yeah, have? what do you got? Is, Is it a bad good? GM one? Just a bunch of spoiled green cheese? <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I got Okay. I like that a lot. So this gift came way back around Christmas, actually. And this person sent a ton of stuff to the Gapapa crew. But also this one for me for Lost Omens. Who's this from? Tubert? No. I think Spectate. Spectate? Are you sure? I don't know. Like Geo Spectate? Yeah. GSO Spectate. Okay. I believe. Gasso? Yes. Uh, there are some, it's a different name on the Discord. Gotcha. Anyway, so thank you. Uh, they wrote a little note and it says, Danny, well, since I went uh, to Griggs, I will also visit the Lost Omens world. For you to help you demonstrate who the real star of the show is, I give you the best boy, the one, the only cubby. This bag is kind of small to fit a whole ass cubby. (gasps) Oh my gosh. I don't think you guys are ready for this. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) All right. That's really good. It's a little 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 dog puppet. Oh my God. (laughs) That's really good. That's really good. I love that. It's even the right colors. (laughs) I exist now. (laughs) Cubby always existed. Oh man. Oh, thanks, Dan. Just rip it off like a band aid. I just didn't want to make a bunch of noise. I was trying to make noise. Special. I'll cut this shit out. <laughs> I was hoping I was trying to one of them had a signature on it. Because I think when the Grig was on already. No. Yeah, I don't remember. I think it was the was it the first one for me. We just looked at this one. Didn't we? There's a gift for you. Says do not allow JB. Oh no, that was <laughs> that was the peanut butter. That was from his buddy. <laughs> I got he mentioned it in stream the other day, and I I was pretty certain the Twitch username was. GSO spectate, which means it'll be that that like Tau red one, maybe. Oh yeah, I think it was Tau something. Yeah, yeah. I've got uh, Tam. 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 Come on, Tam. So if you are one of those lucky people who have the video, no. you get to see my little cubby. I'm lucky. Yeah, <laughs> hey. hey guys. Hi, cubby. Yay. I'm super excited for that to be canonical now. So like when someone asks Cubby a question offhand, like you're scrambling around to get that puppet on and <laughs> just never take it off, really. I'm not for just, the duration of streaming. Or- you know what you should put it on? This dick. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so I found the discussion about sandwiches. Okay. Yeah, me too. Uh, it was only from yeah yesterday or the day before. Um, so Lucky, or so he started, well, JB was coming up with these initially. The Bruno was one full pound of bacon on a Hawaiian sweet roll <laughs> served you via a t-shirt cannon. 
The luckiest type. a pound of bacon on a single Hawaiian sweet roll. <laughs> so much bacon. Oh, that's really good. Uh, the luckiest styrofoam cup of bone broth at room temperature. Mm. <laughs> okay, maybe um, I did see this. So these are all for Gapapa characters. Um, the mammoth is two chicken drumsticks dipped in hot sauce made from Carolina Reapers. Oh, hell yeah. Right. The webby is slice of white bread, mayonnaise, two slices of roast beef, coleslaw, cheddar, pickles, Swiss slice of maple chicken topped with a slice of rye. And then Dagna chimed in and said, Mina is too easy, just a good old fashioned shish kebab. Yeah. And then Danny said, No fish. Yeah. In all caps. Dagna so, also said that he's going to put dumplings on the menu. Right. That's I don't dumpling. have a sandwich yet, but we'll get there. We'll we get there. We can get on that. We can get on it. Speaking of get on it, let's go. Let me tell you a story. So if you listen to the last two episodes, you are familiar that uh, two very integral members of the party have gone missing. Now, did they climb out of the window in the middle of the night and leave the window open? Did they do something else crazy? Who knows? You're about to find out, though. So I know. Come along. Ben knows. Yeah, and I'm know. I'm locked in. Right. Cued in? Clued in. What's the investigator thing? Uh follow the lead. Yeah, I'm following a lead. Yeah. There so, you go. I don't even know how it works. <laughs> Battlefield <laughs> medicine. <laughs> we go. Hold still. It was deep in the night when Cubby was roused by the familiar scent of Cubby Chow. A particular blend of meats, berries, spices, and just a hint of mustard beckoned him outside. Using his superior dog senses, he deftly moved around Brennan, pounced over mud, and landed in a heap right on top of Zeresk's face. Zeresk sleepily gave two pats on Cubby's head. What's a good cubbers? Writing himself, Cubby nuzzled his way out the door, following his nose to the artisan responsible for the decadent scent. There was only one man who understood the powers of mustard as well as he did, and that person was... Hey, Cubby. Curva. Eat up. We're going on a night mission. Cubby tore into the juicy lump with abandon. He was so lost in the sauce that it wasn't until a few minutes later that he started asking questions in between licking his chops. So, uh, what are we doing out here, Curva? Is there some kind of mess you need to clean up? No, no, definitely not. Not cleaning up anything. Uh, mud rules are absolute and I intend to follow them. No cleaning of any kind until we find the Aeon Tower. Curva hunched down and ruffled Cubby's ears. But I think by me, he just meant me and him, not everyone else. And, uh, well, you're Mud's eyes and ears, right? Right. Cubby had no idea what it meant, but Curva's tone of voice made his entire back half wag with elation. Right. So, I figure, as long as we go find an Aeon Tower before morning, I can start cleaning. You think you can keep me on the straight and narrow until we find the place? Cubby had to think for a second before answering. Curva was using that tone that meant this was serious. Cubby could sense he was anxious, more anxious than he'd ever seen Curva. The tension in his hands was unmistakable, and Curva was definitely hungry, too. Curva needed the cupster. Well, yeah, okay. Uh, let's go find a tower. But, uh, what do you mean by straightened arrow? Curva stood back up as they continued walking into the deep night. I need someone to help me be an orc till I find the tower. And, well, you've bitten the most things out of all of us. That makes you an honorary orc. Which is good, because I'm beginning to think I don't know what an orc's supposed to do. It had been nearly 15 hours since Curva cleaned anything up, and he was starting to get a little loopy. 
He accidentally hunted some pine cones for a snack and didn't realize it until they'd been sautéed. Cubby didn't seem to mind, though, and was busily crunching away. Curve a bit one in half, focusing on what Mr. Brennan had said. Be the orc. But the only orc he could remember was Cook, from his time with the bloody ankle, his old ship. So his memories of what orcs did were a little muddled. He looked over at Cubby, who was snuffling the remains of his meal, trying to turn over the mangled remnants for a hint of glaze that Curva had applied. Cubby didn't seem all that put out by being a do- by being a ugh, by being a dog what used to be a man. How hard could it be to be an orc what used to be a janitor? Curva nodded, emboldened by Cubby's example. It'd be daybreak soon. Curva had left a note on Mud's face while he slept. Gone. Gone working. Requisitioned Cubby by emergency authorization. Smiley face. <laughs> he was fairly certain just drawing a smiley face was how orcish language went, so he wrote the words in common just in case. He was fairly certain he was following the mug shape, the mug map correctly, but they probably weren't too far from their destination, but he still hadn't found it. Curva started debating whether seeing a shadow of the tower would count as finding it, when suddenly he saw some distant figures moving north from the mountains. Before he knew it, a land crew was within shouting distance. Curva wasn't used to changing course just because of rival ships, or maybe he just didn't realize it was easier to change directions on land. Whatever the reason, he waited politely as the group came closer. Pretty soon, it became clear that the band was primarily made up of orcs. Cubby bounded forward and back, excited at the new Curvas, wondering if they had treats. Oh, Curva, you should ask them how to be an orc. They'd know, right? Oi there, brother. A relatively stubby purple orc at the front of the warband shouted at him. Curva waited stoically for him to close the distance. Hello. The purple orc clasped him on the shoulder affectionately. Well met, my brother. Ain't seen a sea pig around these parts in some time. What's the matter? Is the spray not salty enough for you? Curva looked around at the 20-something faces. Most were orcs and had some form of embellishing features showing their heritage. Some sported tusks or tattoos, others proudly embellished their scars with paint or piercings. They all seemed happy to see him. Was this that kinship he'd heard Cook talk about? Oh, uh, it's not so much that the spray isn't... I mean, I'm not really... I guess you could say I'm currently between ships. Curvis sheepishly looked away. The orcs all converged on him, wearing forlorn expressions. Ah, my brother! You're heartbroken, aren't you? Your last crew really did a number on you. He beckoned a nearby pale orc wearing a robe and not much else forward. The pale orc drew a hunk of wetted herbs from a pouch slung around his waist and popped it into Curva's mouth. Juice low. Swallow the juice. It tasted sweet and musky with a spicy finish. The purple orc nodded up at him as he chewed. The name's Wreck. My warband might still be small, but we're growing every day. Matter of fact, we're on a bit of an uh, expedition right now. And well, we wouldn't be proper orcs if we didn't invite our brother on a good old fashioned raid. What do you say? Curva continued chewing, considering his words carefully. Proper orcs go raiding, and I am a proper orc. He stopped chewing. And raids are messy, I. He swallowed. Well, my orders are clear. Let's go orking and make a mess we don't clean up. Wreck clapped his hands. Never thought of it like that, but I like your spirit. Come on, let's go wash off that salt spray with some fresh blood. Curva exited his tent, his chieftain's cloak flapping behind him. A golden clasp fastened it over one shoulder, proudly displaying the clan's symbol, either a skull or a mushroom. Curva wasn't sure. 
He gestured over to a couple orcs, corralling the livestock they just plundered. Skinner, Foggy, make sure you fence those in proper like I showed you, or you'll have to answer to me. He snapped to a nearby gnome, who followed him expectantly with a notepad and quill at the ready. Whimsy, take a dictation. This stretch of land shall henceforth be known as Cubby's Cross, in honor of Admiral Cubby's maneuver in scaring those gnolls off their perches. Speaking of which, I want lookouts posted on those towers. Likely they're going to try to wrestle it back from us once they clean the blood from their noses. And let them know that if they ain't doing their jobs right, I'll... I'll work them up something fierce. Whimsy straightened his back out diligently and diligently penned it down word for word. Clan folk or not, the others didn't want to see Curva orc out again. At least not unless he was pointed at the enemies. Cubby trotted up, Iker of some sort staining his muzzle. Uh, Curva, Curva, I found out where those ogres fled to from the fight. There's a trail leading right through Mopper's Pass and oh, oh, it smells real good over there. Like, like cookies, but also head scratches. <laughs> Curva bent down to ruffle his ears. Nicely done, Admiral. Signal to wreck and that I want to signal to wreck that I want a team to follow covertly. They got a mage on him. Don't want to tussle till we figure out his position for certain. Cubby trotted away with purpose. Curva watched him scamper. How long had it been since the two had left the others on this grand quest? He tried to remember, but it seemed so ephemeral. There was too much blood, too many flashes of moments of great triumph and great sorrow. Curva had found family and purpose with this warband. He never knew what it meant to be an orc, but among the countless struggles, he finally understood. He had buried friends, embraced enemies, and achieved true warrior's nirvana on the battlefield. He couldn't be homesick on the battlefield. Home was the battlefield. Minutes later, Rek marched up with Cubby in tow, saluting with one arm across the chest. Uh, Warlord, we did as you bid. You were right. The mage left some tricks for us, but nothing we couldn't handle. However, he did hole up in some sort of well, I think you're going to want to see for yourself. Curva frowned a bit at that, causing Rek to gulp. Hmm. Very well. Let's see what this ogre mage can muster with his back against the wall. Rek, you and the rudder guard follow me. Cubby, we got prey to hunt. Cubby growled his appreciation, scampering out of Rek's arms. The group marched through the undergrowth of the woods, picking out a trail seemingly from nowhere. Something about the wild jungle called to Curva deep in his bones. The ogres attacklessly left traps too obvious for his well-honed instincts. Calmly, quietly, they made their way to the fortifications Rek had mentioned. All right. Curva began. We do this like Ebon's River. We can sneak in under their guard and put out the command before they can mount in defense. Uh, let me get a look at what we're up against in terms of stonework. He moved to the last branches. He moved the last branch aside, revealing a familiar sight. He'd seen it once before before joining the clan long ago, a familiar tower with ominous purpose piercing the heavens themselves, an Aeon Tower. Curva blinked once, then glanced around as though waking from a long sleep. Rhett cleared his throat after several moments. Uh, <clears throat> Warlord? Curva crouched a cubby and pulled a handkerchief from somewhere, wiping his face off. He straightened up and nodded at his work with satisfaction. Finally. All right, cubby, mission accomplished. Better get back before they get worried. Curva turned around, seeing two dozen orc faces, shocked and speechless. Oh, right. Curva took off his cloak, folded it properly, then draped it over one of Rex's shoulders. He nodded once, patted Rex's shoulder twice, and started back toward Mr. Brennan and the others, leaving the orcish congregation to stare wordlessly after them. Uh, hey Curva, how long do you think we've been at it? Kirby ran around in a circle, excited beyond measure. 
probably, probably five years or maybe a few hours or five years and a few hours. Curva glanced up at the sun, estimating the time. Yep, been nearly five full hours of working. Can't remember much about it, though. <laughs> Guess it's just as well. He pointed to a warlord's tent where a dozen orcs were gathered, all staring at him intently. Can't imagine we'll ever, I can't imagine ever feeling at home in one of those. <laughs> Orking. Golf clap. <clears throat> Golf clap. So great. <laughs> one day. That was great. One day. Five <laughs> hours. That's it. Easy. I I intentionally broke it up with like <laughs> I figured it'd be in three parts. Uh okay. so there was a there was a, a gutter panel between parts two and three where he comes out of a tent and he's now a warlord somehow. <laughs> what? Okay. Not surprised at all that Curva could move fast in less than a day. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. When he doesn't get distracted by cleaning, he can really kind of accomplish quite a bit. Yeah. Really cleaning the holds him back. Uh, what I'm curious about is how like everybody else kind of just accepted it immediately. <laughs> like, what did he do? <laughs> I don't know. Well. <laughs> Right? It up. And as of this point, Mud and the others figure you've got like eight hours on them at this point. So, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Well, right. thank you for indulging me. Yes, uh, I loved that. Thank you. I was traveling last uh, couple weeks and uh, while I was at the airport, not really feeling like not, like just kind of waiting for my flight. I'm like, I'm just going to make shit up. And I started writing and two hours later I had it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's really good. That was very fun. Oh, man. All right. So Curvy and Cubba. Nope. No, it's, it's fine. That's your <clears throat> ship name. Curvy and Cubba. <laughs> the Curvy Cubba. <laughs> wow. Curvy. I thought you said that on purpose Curvy at first. Cubby. Ooh. Is that the first time we've heard the name of your previous ship, the Bloody Ankle? Yeah, I made it up. I like it. I liked it a lot. <laughs> That's so really good. Thanks. The Bloody Ankle. Sounds piratey. It does. Nothing's worse than a Bloody Ankle. Ouch. Sounds like it needs cleaning. Mm. And medical attention. Well. So, Curva and Cubby found the Aeon Tower. What? He saw it. Yep. I don't think that's true. So now they're going to be on their way back. Brennan and Mud and kind of Zeresk, you guys are currently riding horses. <laughs> Zeres, did you ever, you were having issues with your horse. Oh, I got off the horse. You're just done with the horse. Yes, and I okay. am currently running through town. Okay. Are you doing the uh, the lizard scamper up on two legs? Uh, no, I... Oh. So I, um, I had originally started on all fours, and I think at this point I would stand up and like... No, let's keep doing that and just keep going. Just on all fours. <clears throat> now, how long can you run like that? Uh, oh, goodness. I can Wild. Run. Yeah. Six rounds. Six rounds, yep. <laughs> I, I, no, I'm just sorry. That very well could be um, correct. Six rounds. Let's see. You, you can learn. run as a full action. Do, 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 do. You found out that you, you at first you were like, oh, I can definitely run as fast as a horse. And you, then after looking for like three seconds, you're like, nope, never mind. Yeah, You can run for as number of rounds equal to your constitution score. I think uh, there's a version of, of long distance travel known as hustling, which could be a good time to introduce those rules. Well, <clears throat> I am running throughout town and I'm on all fours and I have claws, which is probably not good for running. Right. It's like cleats on your hands. Well, I'm pulling up cobblestones as I run. Ooh. And then I realize this hurts my nails. 
So I stopped running. And then I remember, I need hand wraps. Oh my God. That is true. And no one's here to tell me that I can't use the circus funds for hand wraps. All right. Wait, you keep money? No. Um, Okay, then. So I would like to find a store that may sell hand wraps. And take circus IOUs. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All right. I can't wait to see what Zeresk thinks money counts as. I love that. So, yeah, you can go back to town. Carrick has, you know, a lot of different stores. You could definitely find, like, some kind of armory. Um, and they will set you up with some wraps. I just imagine he goes to the counter and he's like, I have this pretty shell. <laughs> it's funny because I was like, yeah, it's definitely a hermit crab shell. <laughs> or a hermit shell, right? Um, <clears throat> sir and or madam. Yes. I, I have uh, hands and they must be wrapped. But they need to be magical. Do you want them like gift wrapped or? No, like mightily blowing. Oh, I see. You are looking for some hand wraps. Of mighty blows. Of mighty blows. Yes. All right. Well, hang on just a Let me get some measurements from you, if that's all right. My (laughs) T-pose. She literally just measures from like your middle finger to your wrist. Then she measures like the circumference of your wrist. So you don't really even have to have your arms out. But she allows it. It's fine. (laughs) Still too. I argue. What is that? Six inches, eight inches away from seven feet. Yeah. So she's probably like. She had to get a step um, stool. (laughs) If you wouldn't mind. And she's a little like dwarf lady. Uh, Thank you. My goodness. So, um, are you are you here in town with that them circus fellas? I am. Wow. So what uh, circus act do you do where you need um, these wrist wraps? I am an acrobat. Oh, do you like punch stuff while you're flipping? Yes. Or do you flip and then punch stuff? Sometimes I punch things while I'm in the air. Oh, wow. Do you like start on a platform and then you punch the platform and that momentum catapults you through the air? Do you have a pencil? Um, yeah. She reaches behind her ear and pulls out a pencil. I will pull on a ticket. Oh, she's a wizard. <laughs> I will pull on a blank ticket and write jump off platform <laughs> punch it while in the air yes I do that as well that's incredible when are you folks putting on your first show um and I will look to where mud usually stands in <laughs> some time from now till okay. we put it on Sure. Yeah, I know y'all just got um you just got here. So yes. that makes sense. I, I do not so what I will do for payment for today is I will give you and three other people okay. tickets to the cir- circus. Alright. And when you get there, ask for mud. Mud. I'm sorry, he'll be busy. Ask for Mr. Brennan. Mr. Brennan. And he will write you a check. Or give you the, the, the money that you need for these hand wraps. Um, because it's it's currently tied up in the other boat that is arriving today. Oh, okay. You and have another boat coming. Yeah. Okay. It has a mammoth on it. Oh, a, a mammoth? Yes. Wow, aren't they quite large creatures? Yeah. 
Yes. Wow. Okay. Cool. All right. What are these things called? You want? I'm sorry. <laughs> Hand reps of mighty blows. <clears throat> the original thing coming up on Archives of Nethus was ten thousand gold. Yeah, no. I was like, he don't want that. It's thirty-five. Pretty gold. sure that's that's <laughs> Pathfinder yeah. one first edition. Yeah, there's hand wraps of mighty blows plus three major striking, which are forty thousand gold. Wow. Do we have that? I'm not the accountant. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay, well, I do believe that these will suit you. I'm sorry. Um, they're they're going to clash with your scales a bit as far as color, but. I think that that adds to the appeal, unless you want them camouflaged. Can I dye them? Absolutely. We oh. have a, a number of people here in town who make and sell dyes. You can go over really? to the, the tailor shop. Yep. Who's Taylor? The tailor. They make clothes and stuff, and they, they, they'll dye your fabrics and whatnot. That is a profession. Yes. Oh. Yes. Interesting. They hem my britches all the time. I don't understand why your britches need hemming. Well, because I'm a dwarf, and oftentimes, uh, you know. Oh, hem. Hem. As in raise. Yes, not like him and haw, but hem. Britches get stitches. <laughs> That's the way I like it. <laughs> um, yes, so here are four tickets to the circus. Okay. And I will write a note to uh, Mr. Brennan and give it to you. Okay. And if you just give it to him, uh, and I will sign it as well. And I sign it just by poking a cloth through it. Um, tricks. Boy, really eating up a lot of our goodwill with this. <laughs> Mr. Brennan, give this fine dwarf 35 gold, please, or else love you, Zeresk. Here you go. Okay. I write it in Eruxy as well. Um, <clears throat> Wait, so it's common and Eruxy? No, just Eruxy. Fantastic. All right. Um, unconventional, but I have on good authority that y'all are good for this, so. Madame, it's been a pleasure best of luck to you sir thank you and now i will go wait for the boats <laughs> meanwhile <laughs> bun and i are long gone on the horses <laughs> there's no way so i'm waiting for Zeresk. no have you ever been a fat kid in a race though and everyone just passes you so much and you're just like yeah i'm all set yep i'm gonna go fish with my tail in the right. in the bay <laughs> in the port everybody's like all right okay all right brennan in mud you're hightailing it yeah. on horses. Our tails are so high right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, this is quite exhilarating. <laughs> You've ridden bigger, haven't you? It's fast. Oh, Not yeah. like this. Yeah, that's fair. Can, can I, just can, I can I ask uh, what mental state both of you are in, given that Curva and Cubby are potentially in danger, or at the very least, you don't know where they are? Yes, like, sir. is there worry on either part of you, and for whom? Yes, we assume that you are in mortal danger, or at least Brennan does, and we must get to you as quickly as possible, because for whatever reason, you exited through the window in the middle of the night. I did? I Listen, I was out for all of that. I <laughs> I don't remember the last few hours before I went dorking. There was a note stuck to my face that had a smiley face on it, and I'm not ever sure that you smiled at me ever. So <laughs> not only are you not in the right headspace because of this punishment, but you've taken Cubby with you, obviously, to get back at me. So I'm I'm terrified of, of both of your states of being. I megaphoned into a megaphone just to try to find you. Oh, that was <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. My ears still hurt. Hmm. Indeed. 
Dude, we're just uh, racing along the, the coastal road here. All right. So those of you who have the video and my wonderful players here, you see a nice map of the Swordlands. The square, the white square is where you started. That's Carrick. The white circle is the Wellspring Tower where you are headed. So the long, like um, the rectangular dashes there, that's like a, a well-traveled road. You guys are on like, you see lots of like merchants coming and going, whatever. Um, the next town up is Matt and Cleve. And it's about eight miles from Carrick, give or take. Um, and Matt and Cleve is just, so the road that you guys are on right now is called the Verdant Passage. And Matt and Cleve is kind of just like a hub but of people who are coming and going to get to Carrick. Um, so population is about 2,000 residents or so. Uh, people really gather there to like bring crops, discuss local business, that kind of stuff. They have some good stuff going on. A couple blacksmiths, a Wainwright, a nice inn called the Sea of Clover. What's a Wainwright? A sail maker. Oh. I'm pretty sure. I could be making that up. I'm not totally sure. Um, you sounded confident enough, I right? believe you. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are they like the woodbenders? Maybe. And probably do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Um, yeah. So you reach Matt and Cleve in about eight miles. And it's a town. And how fast do horses go? Quite good. I'm sure we'd be there in half an hour or so, if not less. Okay, that's that's kind of what I was expecting. Yeah, I would say so. I'm not sure how fast horses are, but at a run. Right. I think they're very slightly faster than Curva. <laughs> Just a little bit. But they have endurance. Especially <clears throat> when they have a small Yusoki on their back. Also, Ben, watch your language. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, boy. I hope that joke doesn't last very long. <laughs> and cider drinker. And cider drink. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, so I'm prepared to just uh, ride right on through. Yeah, absolutely. I know that we need to... Um, Follow a road to the Wellspring Tower. I'm not really interested in anything else until we get there. Yes, Mr. Hoyt. Horses have a speed of 40 feet. They can. Oh, I'm way faster than a horse. However, they can gallop, which makes them 50 ah. feet. And oh, they, I'm still faster. <laughs> they can gallop for um, what, uh, plus what's plus four? 19, uh, 18 rounds before they have to start taking Constitution saves. Oh, 18 rounds. 18 rounds. Huh. That's like, yeah, because my speed is just 40, 40, I, maybe I, 45. I can't remember, but I can do that all day. So <laughs> I think I'm faster than horses. Uh, gallop is is two actions. Riding horse strides twice and has a plus 10 circumstance bonus to its speed during these strides. Oh, right. Strides twice. I'm sure there's so it can um, go 100 feet. <laughs> what's not encounter mode, but exploration mode rules for long distance travel. That yeah. would make more sense there because a horse galloping for less than two minutes does doesn't make sense. Boy, it would have been good if somebody who fucked off from the rest of the party looked up those rules before doing so. Would <laughs> <laughs> have saved some time. I, I don't know. I don't horse. Clearly. I barely orc, my dude. <laughs> All right. So you'll have to travel a few miles past Matt and Cleve to get on the trail that leads south to the Wellspring Tower. When you cross over onto the trail... You're going along, doing your thing, riding. It has gotten so that you cannot ride two abreast on the trail. You have to ride single file. 
mm-hmm. on the trail. And you get to a denser part of the path where you have to slow from a gallop because you've got to like traverse some knots and whatnot, roots ah. popping up from the ground because with the Aeon Towers failing, this area that used to be like lush and green and beautiful, the path itself is quite dry. The roots are kind of poking up a little bit more than they would. And you notice it's very, very quiet. Like no birds chirping, mm. no like cubby asking you weird questions all the time, pointing out landmarks and stuff. Um, and as you're making your way down this path, the quiet is broken by the whistling of arrows and the echoing of loud shouts. And three colorful arrow shafts land quivering in the center of the path while the brush on both sides rustle with movement. A single clear voice calls, Stand to deliver, scoundrels, or the devils take your guts! And a lone human figure steps out into the roadway clad in all browns and greens with bits of grass and leaves tied to her clothing to provide concealment among the foliage. She wears a wide-brimmed hat and a mask made of burlap with two eye holes cut in it, and she holds a loaded crossbow in each hand. Those loaded crossbows are pointed at you. How far do you think we are away from this Aeon Tower? Like, from how we've been traveling and what we've seen on this commemorative cup? At least five miles. Okay. No problem. Just to clear things up real quickly for exploration, I know we got this situation, but... A horse can travel five miles an hour unless it's hustling for its constitution modifier times 10 minutes and we can double your travel speed so we can go 10 miles an hour for however many minutes. Uh, their, their constitution's in 18. So 40 minutes? Sure. That makes more sense. Okay. Uh, just- so it makes sense that at this point, like, you would probably want to slow down for your horses anyway if you yeah. have them running for an hour. I turn to mud and I'm like, Oh, the devil take us. It, we're in good company then. Oh, that's right. I'll flap my wings and I'll keep hitting. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> good idea, Mr. Brennan. Wait, man, we're for me. All right, let's roll for initiative. Just viscera. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we're alone. <laughs> then your horse just spooks and like runs off into the woods. <laughs> oh, this is going to cost yeah, me. Yeah, uh-oh. Yeah, I was not expecting it to come to this. I didn't. I, that's not what I meant. I just because he's a devil. All right. Expressly not a demon. I got in trouble for that before. He's a devil. Part. I thought he was an elf. Part. Oh. I got a cool thirty. All right. We're using what here? Performance. You should probably use like athletics since you're flying away. Mm, religion. <laughs> they're, they are. They're demon wings. Devil wings. My bad. What? My bad. Whoa. Wow. Well, there's a muddy and flip there. Good thing that wasn't in <laughs> character. Uh, I well, think there is an argument for you using performance here because it's a grand display. Yeah, you just un- unfurled the wings. All right. No, I'm, I'm fine just using regular perception. All right. Uh, unnatural, because it's an unnatural 20. And I like saying unnatural 20. Gotcha. You would. Yep. I like that. Otherwise, too. it'd be a 27. Who cares? Right, like that's not impressive that's at all. Still not before Brennan, so who cares? Right, exactly. <laughs> if I can't delay my turn to let Brennan go first, what's the point of winning initiative? Why Why wouldn't you want to? So she gets to go first. Oh, no. Her initiative is significantly uh, higher than yours. And she said, she says, 
Hold now. It don't have to come to this. Y'all just hold on now. One second. And she's going to shoot. She's I didn't gonna even shoot. Ask. I'm not going to hold on. What? Nothing. Who's she shooting? Yeah, we're not stopping. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get trampled by two horses or one? That's up to you, lady. I'm going right. to assume my horse is faster than her, but she's shooting first. She's shooting twice first. Yeah. yeah. All right. So at least shoot at. Uh, well, Mud just unleashed his mucus wings. I mean, I didn't because it's not my turn yet. I was going to let you do that as like your Oh, reaction. then I'm gone. I'm 60 feet gone. <laughs> you just unfurled your wings. You didn't fly yet. That's all part of one action. <laughs> all right. Well, who is she shooting? Mud. Okay. Yeah. Is it an extra 20 to start? Card. Yeah. Oh, I have those in my hand. Yeah. Uh, piercing for the crossbow? Yes. Please. Yeah, it's called wing clip or something. It's I'm sure. so good. It's called blowback. The target is knocked prone. <laughs> she shoots you off the horse. Yeah. It's <laughs> amazing. Oh, jeez. All right. So that's this time um, she took the devil. That's thirty. All right. Damage. Cool. And that's what eighty-five percent of your health. Let's see if you're that's doubled, doubled, right? <laughs> that is doubled. Yeah. Okay, just make yep. sure. And your horse continues on. You said we were at single file, so that means it goes directly into her, right? Because she stopped us on like the road. Towards her. Okay. Yeah. All right. But like it's like jumping off a of Yoshi, right? You just let yeah. the car keep going. <laughs> it just keeps going. Um, Mr. Brennan. She shoots me too. Yep. Okay. She told you all to wait. Yep. Well, take the consequence for mud's action, I guess. I didn't get to make the action. <laughs> that is kind of your primary job. Actually. Is that another critical? It is not. 24. Oh, that actually misses! Aha! Um, and then she talked, so that'll be her third. Uh, being on a now. horse makes me invincible. Alright, uh, <laughs> Brennan, it is your turn. I'm gonna, oh no, man, get up, fly away! And then just three actions to move the horse. Just whip the reins. Go, go, go! Alright. Try to run past her, continue on the path. Two actions is a gallop. If you would like to do that. Sure. So, so you stride twice. So I can move four times. You stride twice and then, yes. No, three times. No, I, I'm pretty sure gallop is two actions. Oh, but you it just get a bonus speed. speed. Yes. So you stride twice uh, and you so, get a bonus to your speed. So, so you move 100 feet. And then 40 more. And then 40 more. I see why you don't like horses, Zeresque. They're complicated. <laughs> this is way too much Zeresque. So you're just going to like go right over mud? I'm not. I'm going to run them over, but you know. I mean, he felt skirt around him a little bit. He's got wings. He'll catch up. No problem. His horse took off anyway. He's got to go after it. I think that he stipulated that they were single file and he was probably in front. So <laughs> Mud never goes in front. Oh. Actually, that's very that true. Be, yeah. Should that I make like a true. nature test or something to steer the horse around him? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you is this, is this a secret check or? Yes, it will be. What's uh, your plus 16? Oh. That's not terrible. That's why I suggested it. Pretty confident. Mud's dead. It's real close. <laughs> real close. But you I do manage to get around him. <laughs> My wings aren't out yet. Out. I haven't gotten an action. You <laughs> said you did. Out. I said I did, and then she went first. I didn't win initiative. She said that you got the wings out before it started. Okay. Because I guess this whoever this person is saw that as a hostile action. <laughs> there wasn't time, though. They're not out. <laughs> 
You guys didn't stop. She just told you to stop. Why is she shooting just because we didn't stop? It's ridiculous. Because she told you to stop and you didn't. Dan? She's scary. We have a mission. Yeah. To save Covey. Bandits. Anyway, Herba. from the brush that was wiggling, uh, three more bandits come out. They are, um, they've got like cloaks on, red shirts, leather pants, um, and they have composite short bows. And they're going to, um, <laughs> what? Just imagine muzzling on the ground, just <laughs> full of arrows. <laughs> So they're going to circle around you, Mud, uh, but they and they've got their bows out, but they don't shoot at you. Oh, gotcha. That's yeah. new. Yeah. Because <laughs> they don't have uh, just a piece of wood to hit you while you're down. That's right. 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 If they did, though. Yeah. That would be the thing. And one of the bandits, he's got like a sweet handlebar mustache. And he's like, all right, now you just hold still. I, I'm on my back. I'm not moving. <laughs> All we want's your money. Uh, uh, that was my accountant. <laughs> that. It's our that. that. <laughs> and a second one uh, looks over to the woman and says, all right, Tanessa, what are we doing? So, Mud, it's your turn. I will continue to lay prone on my back. Oh, do something awesome. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we got the, we're taking baby breaths right now. <laughs> Right. Just fell off a horse. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a crossbow bolt in you. Yeah. 30 damage. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, listen, that was, once again, that's my account. You can have my money. Just, it's cool. I'm one big bruise, man. I'm bleeding out. It's cool. And like, it's, I don't care. Just take it. <laughs> the woman comes walking over and she's got her crossbows out. And she's like, all right, where's your purse? Right here. How much? How much gold do you even have on you? A lot. <laughs> uh, 15 gold, actually. Okay. Right. She's going to, like, toss it. She's like, what's the deal with that guy? He's just going to leave you? Well, yeah, once again, he's the accountant. He has all the money. He knew to take off. All right. So that's, that's it? Just my horse is gone and now I'm in the middle of the woods? <laughs> yeah, we just wanted your money. Well, you know, everyone got what they wanted, I guess. <laughs> I, I sure wish you would have just gave it to me. And you, you, you said did. stop and then shot us. Well, I don't know what you wanted. You didn't look you like You shot me plumb off a horse. I didn't have a chance to respond. I guess Even if I made a great performance, it still wouldn't have been quick enough. <laughs> hey, look up. You just shoot people. <laughs> When it gets I would have just given you the money. You just didn't have to shoot me. <laughs> when it gets back to Brenda's turn. I don't turn. have much. I'm just a big bruise. Look at me. <laughs> you just hear, but I'll be back for you. And then another he 140 feet. Care. <laughs> he doesn't care. I'll be back with Kerba. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm, here to, I'm just here to make a circus and make people happy. That was everything I ever had. And now. You're from the circus? I. <laughs> Oh no! I mean, I can't give you your money back on account of we need it because my brother is real sick and we need to find a way to help him. But I'm an oracle; I can just heal him. <laughs> you really Why did you ask? Why weren't your first words? Oh, are you a doctor? No, you just shot. Well, no. Listen, Medic. listen. My brother. The thing with my brother is, it, it's not like a normal sickness that's going on with him. And one of the other band guys goes, Tanessa, don't. 
So probably because all this blight from the Aeon Tower, probably all the crops are dying. He's probably sick of it. We're literally here to fix that. We no. fixed it in another town. A bunch of poor people that were bants and now not bants anymore. I gave them jobs. It's like, you know, when you when you go like bog swimming and you come out and you get those little uh, black gooby looking things on you. And if you leave them on there long enough, they get real swollen, real fat. full of Oh, blood, yeah. Yeah. Right. And they can like if you get too many, it's real bad because it sucks out too much of your blood. That's like my brother, but there's no leech and he's just tired and he, he can't sleep. He has these horrible nightmares. It's the weirdest thing. And like, no, no. So I, I don't. This is bad. Yeah. So I don't know, man, but he's not getting no rest while he's sleeping. He doesn't want to eat. He's not even out normally. He's he's my out banditing too. Great. That's yeah. him being sick is probably the only reason I'm alive right now. I mean, very well. Yeah, I am a little worried about him. As I race through there, is this like um, and like, what's the surrounding here? With like the are we in the forest? Yes, you are currently in the forest. Is there um? Is it like a clearing or is it just like a road through? So it's mostly woods with a little bit of space. It's mostly woods with a little bit of space. It's just a path. So while they're talking, can I get like out of line of sight pretty quickly? Is there like a curve in the path? Yeah. And I mean, like, yeah, it doesn't take long for you to be kind of like engulfed in the foliage. All right. I want to, once I get out of sight, mm -hmm. I'd like to dismount. Okay. And like tie the horse up real quick. And Don't then mess this up, Brennan. Sneak back through the woods. Okay. Uh -oh. Um, I want to get within. Double check how far it is. <clears throat> Thirty feet. Okay. Would that be possible. Is it possible? How are you gonna sneak? Oh, I mean, I can make a stealth test. Okay. Through the full through the woods. Yeah. That sounds like a secret check yeah, to me. Uh, yeah. It does. Right. What's that? Plus My 15. life is gonna rely on a check from Mr. Brennan. <laughs> it's a secret <laughs> check, so he'll be fine. You're actually <laughs> relying on him to be found. Now, Brennan, the weird thing about this, right, is that with the ant tower failing, like I said, everything's like dry out here where it was once lush and green. So all of the leaves are dry. Oh, fantastic. All of the twigs are dry. Everything is just so dry. But as we know from oh, yeah. many episodes ago, you are so light that you squeak upon impact. So somehow you make it back to within 30 feet, not making a sound. <laughs> you can like step on, you know, those like perfect leaves that you're like, oh, yeah, this is going to crunch so good. Mm. It doesn't even move under the weight of the Brennan foot. <laughs> Light as a feather, you know. All right. So I'm going to get within 30 feet okay. of the bandits, like the three surrounding mud. Yeah. And then um, I'm now, assuming when it's you been come, some time. So it's been it's been some time as you approach. She's like kneeling down, talking to mud. And the other three are just kind of like stand, they have their bows out still, but they're not like trained on mud. Right. I'm assuming she's torturing him. I mean, the way he's screaming, screaming and hollering. <laughs> that was yeah. a while ago. Wouldn't take me that long to get over here. She just said it took you a while to sneak back over there. Good 24 seconds. Yeah. 140 feet. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so we're talking just a yeah, less than a minute. I'm back, and then I want to cast uh, electric arc into the two of the bandits there. Okay. Oh, so they need reflex saves. Got it. 
because I'm coming back to save one. Yeah, they thought I was gone. That successful stealth check might have killed you both. <laughs> now it'll right. just kill me. <laughs> so I got a twenty-three and a twenty-five. Uh, I believe those are both failures. Uh, twenty-five is a pass. Okay. Really? My yes, my spell DC is twenty-five. Huh. Uh, so the one that failed, well, oh, not fantastic. 12 damage. Okay. So the one that passed will take six. All right. You are instantly no longer hidden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> it's the bandit's turn now. So they like whip around and see your white little fur with your yellow jacket. Ah! And they're like, hey, I don't condone any of his actions. Just go get him. <laughs> <laughs> So we can hire them, a new accountant. Yeah, right? <laughs> like it's fine. One of them's gonna shoot at you with his bow. Good luck. Twenty-two. Ah, miss. Ah. Second one <laughs> so is gonna brave. shoot at you. Oh, wait, he's gonna shoot again. Kerba taught me before not to get into the fray of things here, so I stayed thirty feet away. How about a twenty-seven? That, oh, that is it. Cool. That would hit me. Oh, hey, Mister Brennan, make me a fortitude save. Uh, Please. Rather not, but this will be easy. Oh, yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was lingering on a 20 for a hot second. Mm, it led to a two for 17. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> so you are slowed one because of the composite shortbow's got muscle striker. Oh, great. Yeah. And you will take 14 damage. And I'll say, but, but a flesh wound. <laughs> Oh, and that one's definitely a miss. 13. Aha. Cool. Critical miss. <laughs> All right. Second one's going to do it. How about a 30? This hits. Fortitude safe. Again? Yeah. Uh, much better. Uh, 30. You're good. It's three. For 14 damage. Ow. Yep. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> And then he's going to make a move action to get closer to you. And the third one is also going to move to get closer to you. They're going to say, give me your money. Uh, it's on the boat. <laughs> but it's your turn. Um. So so tell me, were, uh, have you guys been bandits for long? Or <laughs> Actually, it's funny that you should ask. Or that. is that something you resorted to because of a, a recent circumstance? Um, we're relatively new. Because, uh, you know, we were, um, you know, the, the hardships facing the Swordlands. There's not much to do with farming or, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, goods and, and that sort of thing. So, unfortunately, we haven't gained much of a reputation. But if you make it out, the, out of this alive, remember to evoke fear in the hearts of those around you. Tell them about us, the bitter truth bandits. The bitter truth, huh? Yeah. Um, that's actually a super cool name. And, and I, I'm kind of a promoter, right? Because I like run a circus or whatever. So like I can tell you when a name's really good. Bitter Truth is something that like you could kind of go both ways with it, right? You could go for justice or for cash. Yeah. And that's kind of the, it's, it's the best of both worlds. Yeah. Good band name. Yeah. So that's. Yeah. 
All right, but I mean, he's not gonna stop though. He's an absolute feral monster. You should probably <laughs> stop him right now. Just do that to to my mm-hmm. my associates. I can't believe that. Um, feral, feral. He is. I'm gonna let um them take care of him. I really got to go back and check on Tanner, but um, you want me to go with you? Take a look at him. I have straight up healing magic. Watch this, and I'll activate my uh, Aeon Tower thing to start healing in those wounds. Oh wow! Yeah, that's kind of what I do. It's it's so weird that you didn't just ask first. You gave us literally 0.2 seconds to stop, and then <laughs> shot me off of my horse. We're new. Listen, I get it. All right, it's cool. Just it's cool. I'm I'm glad you're all right though. Yeah. Me too. Um, yeah. If, if you want to take a look at him, is your friend really gonna be crazy? I listen. He's uh, like <laughs> casting magic. He's probably like a warlock or something. Man, I don't know. Dang. Yeah. All right, so she's going to take you to the camp, which is not far off the trail. It's in Afton? Thank you so much. Yeah, right? I make that joke all the time. What does um, that thing do? What What are the mechanics of the Aeon Tower healing orb thing? You get, like, fast healing at half your level. Nice. For a while. Cool. Like a minute, I think. Yeah, yeah I think it'll heal you up. Okay, mm-hmm. sweet. Curva, you and Cubby are walking down the path from mm-hmm. the Wellspring Tower. You are headed to the juncture right near um, Fernie, oh. where the, the Shunis live. And as you're walking down this path, this horse comes tearing ass past you guys. It's oh, running pardon me, so sir. fast. <laughs> so, so Step fast. out of the way. Just books it past you. Oh. And then you keep Have a walking. nice day. You keep walking maybe another like 200 yards. And then you see uh-huh. a horse tied up to a tree. Oh, uh, someone's playing a game. <laughs> well, what do you what do you think is going on? Why would somebody just uh, leave a horse here? That's mean. Uh, I'm not really a land expert, so I only know about seahorses, but land seahorses are incurable pranksters. This is probably some sort of joke. So do we do we leave it or do we like let it go? And like, that's our joke. Ooh, that does sound like a good joke. Right? I think we leave them. Okay. All right. Enjoy your your pastime, sir or madam. Should we, like, draw something, like, on its its little, like, haunch there? Could we we draw another smiley face? Just with Mm. some dust? It does sound a a little mean-spirited, so I'm also going to feed it an apple. Oh, okay. But yeah, Yeah. let's do it. (laughs) The good and the bad. Yeah, I think that's the right way to do this. All right. Oh, uh, I'll feed him an apple and paint some good-natured graffiti on him. You know, nothing crass, nothing that could get him right. razzed in public. Yeah, just <laughs> good-natured. Yeah. Gotta love the good-natured graffiti. Like, uh, maybe like a sign on its back that says, kick me, but not hard in parentheses. Right. And really, that's kind of funny, because if somebody kicks the horse, then the horse might kick back. And then they'll. Oh yeah. the person who did the first kicking is going to learn. Classic land seahorse comedy yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah. All right. We will see if all of our heroes can converge in one place next time on episode 119. I got a plan. Oh, you got a plan? Yeah. The first one was so good. <laughs> I saved you. Hey. <laughs> mm, I, I just got to get to that lady that took you away. <laughs> 
I love it. Meanwhile, <laughs> Zareska's just sitting on the pier, <laughs> tail in the water. Fucking kick, lizard. Kicking my feet. Hanging out. We're going to do an ant tower without Zareska. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to get to us? I'm not going back to town until we clear the ant tower. Oh, no. That's funny that you think you're going to get to the ant. <laughs> I'm probably going to die here. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, check out all the other great shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Like what, Danny? I'll tell you. On Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play, hosted by me, playing through the Extinction Curse AP. Also, streaming on twitch.tv slash Professional Casual Network at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, you can check out, oh yeah, the Power Phase, our Marvel Crisis Protocol live battle report show. On Tuesdays, the podcast version of, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol Povlog is available. On Wednesdays, alternating releases on the Patreon, we have Settling the Southlands, our homebrew Wolforp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder second edition actual play. And on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol Povlog. You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first 39 episodes of the Lost Omens podcast, the first 24 episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at youtube.com slash The Professional Casual.